Greetings, and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the intersection of security, technology, and society, and thinks about what might be coming next. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that condenses 5 to 20 hours of reading and analysis into a 15-minute summary, as well as regular essays, interviews, and book reviews that cover specific topics. The goal is to give you a concise, curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 298, starting off with security news. Yandex repelled a DDoS attack of 22 million requests per second, which they said was the largest in history. A botnet that launched it is called Maris, and it also hit Krebs on security for, he said, a, a small amount of time, but he said it was massive. Attackers leaked 500,000 Fortinet VPN account credentials online. The LAPD, as well as other police departments, are starting to collect social media aliases as part of the interview process. Many people ask about aliases already, meaning many cops already ask about aliases, like nicknames and stuff like that. But this opens the door to social media surveillance, potentially in the future. right? I mean, they already have their names, so they could potentially look them up that way, but if they have those social media handles, which may or may not be easy to associate with a name, then it could potentially, you know, in a future more authoritarian state, could make it easier to track people down. I'm not sure how much of a threat that is, but it's one of those things that seems fairly benign, but could be troubling if it was abused. Content creators in Kenya are being paid to spread disinformation about journalists and activists. I think it's a strange world where powerful governments and individuals might not have to spend millions of dollars to change public perception. Maybe in the future it becomes paying off the right number of TikTok people or finding another way to be in those people's favor. Like it makes you wonder, do intelligence agencies and governments have lists of influencers already that they're treating like government officials at this point for like connecting or angling or grooming for future influence campaigns. I think the moment I ask the question, I think it's pretty obvious that the answer is probably yes. It appears Revil is back up and running and targeting new victims. They were taken offline after Biden and Putin had a scuffle after solar winds. So they basically went underground for a while and it looks like they are back. ProtonMail deleted the text from their site that said, we don't log your IP, and everyone is giving them a lot of grief about it. I don't actually blame ProtonMail so much. I blame the people who believe they could do what they thought they were doing. They're a technology company. They have lots of customers, many of which are probably doing some shady stuff. So if you choose to house your email there, you should absolutely expect to take law enforcement scrutiny shrapnel from the activities of your fellow customers. Or put another way, if you don't want the chance of police busting in while you're having a nice Italian dinner, don't eat at the mob's favorite restaurant. You know, cook at home instead. Germany says Russia's ghostwriter group is attempting to use cyber to interfere in its upcoming elections. Sounds vaguely familiar. Update your WordPress. Some pretty serious stuff came out, and the update's already out. Zoho Password Manager had a bug or still has a bug that's being actively attacked, but there are patches now out. Howard University had to shut down its network after it got hit with a ransomware attack. 
and Sneak, which is a very strange name for a company. It's spelled S-N-Y-K, Sneak, which I keep wanting to say Sync. Anyway, they raised $300 million to do open source security scanning. Technology news, Facebook partnered with Ray-Ban to launch a pair of glasses, but given how much Zuckerberg talks about AR, I find them quite underwhelming. They're essentially regular Ray-Bans, but with the ability to take pictures and video and send that footage to a new Facebook app. So there's no VR aspect whatsoever. It's like all the privacy violation with none of the AR benefits that come with it. So unless they really surprise in the camera quality or usage category, I, I don't see people replacing the good old, you know, pull out your phone move, especially when you consider the discomfort that people have while you're talking to someone wearing glasses that may or may not have, you know, um, the LED light. And because Ray-Bans are so identifiable, like who sits in front of you and talks to you and wears Ray-Bans anyway? Right. So, and definitely if it's got the LED and it's not like covered up in some way, it just, I'm not sure what they're expecting to happen here. Maybe they're just throwing out a, you know, a piece of spaghetti, throwing it at the wall and seeing if it sticks and getting some kind of momentum as they keep trying to do AR. I'm not sure, but I don't see this taking off. Starting in January of 2022, Amazon is going to start paying for college for all of its 750,000 U.S.-based frontline workers. This is how the corporations take over. It's literally like the terrorists. They essentially provide core services that the government wasn't providing. This is how, you know, a lot of situations in uh, Palestine are maintained with like Hamas, where they'll go in and they'll provide food and medicine and schools where the government is not, and they gain favor with the population, right? So I'm not saying this is bad, providing college. Obviously, it's good. I think it's fantastic. But it's another sign of corporate ascension when they're essentially doing more to educate U.S. workers than the federal government is. And that's how you end up with Snow Crash. Google's getting a dark mode for the front page. I think it's cool because it's a lot fewer pixels sending light into the world. You can imagine that many monitors with the Google logo. There's not much to the Google logo. It's just, you know, right in the center of a white page. So having, having that be a dark page, I imagine there's going to be some kind of energy impact. I wouldn't be surprised if it was tiny. I wouldn't be surprised if it was massive. But either way, who uses the Google page? I, I imagine a lot of older people probably do. But I don't know. Ever, ever since I found out you can search from the URL bar, which I don't know how long ago that was, over a decade, I'm sure. Feels like almost two decades, but that can't be right. Anyway, I, I'm pretty sure that was in Firefox first, but you can do it in all browsers, so I don't know why anyone would go to the Google front page. Retail is about to outspend banking and AI investment, inventory management, personalization and search and shopping, and many other use cases are driving the push to use AI in retail, which makes a lot of sense. Whole Foods is about to get cashierless just walkout technology that started with Amazon branded stores. But don't worry, the cashiers will just become coders. Or at least that's what the people say who don't think AI is going to be a massive impact on human work. And another Amazon one here, Amazon is now in the TV business, releasing its own actual TV hardware, which of course has really good Alexa support. And they're priced at around $400 and up. 
Companies MasterCard has purchased CypherTrace to help it deal with security and fraud threats in the crypto space. Human news. New studies out of the CDC say the unvaccinated are five times more likely to catch Delta and 11 times more likely to die. Those numbers seem low to me. I I would expect your chance of getting Delta if vaccinated to be far lower than just five times reduced. But maybe that's just how potent Delta is. I guess it's just a reminder to behave largely as if you're not vaccinated, which is mostly what I do. MDMA opens childlike critical periods in mice brains that promote mental healing. Seems like this might be closely related to why it pairs so well with cognitive behavioral therapy. So people are, in humans, not in mice, important distinction, uh, people are pairing MDMA with cognitive behavioral therapy in humans to essentially take people back to really traumatic experiences and talk through them in this new mode that's more compassionate. And essentially, some of these other studies and these other conversations, it's very early on. So that's why I'm being so, you know, tentative here. They're basically saying that it's allowing them to redo the situation and sort of talk through the situation exactly as CBT does. You're, you're essentially trying to reinstantiate the initial thing and talk through it to, um, to work out the pain, right? Well, they're saying MDMA really helps with this because it opens the aperture a lot more. It basically puts you back in that situation where you can actually rehab the experience and reframe it, right, going forward. And that's why it seems to magnify the benefits of CBT. So promising. Sounds good. Can't wait to see more science around it. The Pirate Bay of Science Papers has added 2 million new studies. That's the type of Pirate Bay we need, I think. According to SIFMA, the national U.S. debt hit $28.1 trillion on March 31st of this year. Foreign governments hold around one-third of the public debt, which is only one part of the debt, and the U.S.'s banks and individuals own the other two-thirds. So Japan and China each have about $1 trillion of our debt. I actually thought it was a lot more, so that was interesting. So China has about $1 trillion and we have a total of $28 trillion. Not as bad as I thought. Andrew Yang is launching a third party, along with his new book, which is coming out in October. I'll definitely be reading the book and following the effort's progress, although I have to confess I'm not super optimistic on the third party front. But I definitely will be reading the book and supporting him however I can. Content Ideas and Analysis. Thoughts on the OWASP Top 10 for 2021. My initial thoughts on this year's flagship OWASP release. Got some, I don't know, fairly uh, opinionated statements in this uh, blog post, which you should uh, check out. Amazon is capitalism. How I think of Amazon and its success amid its competitors. A solution to the ship of Theseus. My solution to the changing object thought experiment. Those were my pieces there. And then we got a different kind of work from home. There are companies that will help you make money off of the stuff you already own, like renting out your driveway and your garage and, I don't know, your bike and your car and stuff like that. Kind of interesting piece here. 
and risk versus process tolerance. As you scale up, you add people with tolerance for process and for risk, and they kind of go up and go down at different times of your maturity. Pretty interesting Twitter thread here. Notes, I just finished the ninth book in the Cradle series, and I'm now starting the UL Book Club of the Month, which is Mastermind. I'm also reading The Big Picture by Sean Carroll. Recently finished a book on climate called Unsettled, which didn't annoy me as much as I thought it would. It wasn't super extreme. It was brought up in the UL uh, Book Club last month, and I thought it was going to be like super hardcore, like climate denial type situation, but it was just kind of a sober look at the actual science. The guy is, you know, a serious scientist, and and I think he had a good take. It, it wasn't that extreme. It wasn't climate denial or any of that. But I thought it was a, a good perspective. And also finished 4,000 Weeks, which I thought was a time management book, kind of like Atomic Habits. But it ended up being more like a time management philosophy book. I actually still liked it. I'm surprisingly excited about the trailer for the new Matrix. Looks like a completely new take on things. And I will be watching the Apple event on Tuesday morning. I'm looking forward to seeing the new watch. And you hear if they address the CCM controversy directly, which I'm betting they will. Discovery. Fascinating blog post on open redirect vulnerabilities. Someone's mistakes they've made using AWS. Amazon's combination of tech surveillance and metrics. To get more out of workers deserves its own name. Bezosism. Bezosism? Not sure how to pronounce that. It's a lot of zzz in there. This is a piece from the Wall Street Journal. And HTMLQ, a tool like JQ, but for HTML. And the recommendation for the week. If you're a leader, or you know someone trying to become a leader, I really, really recommend The Dichotomy of Leadership. You basically want to skip the first book that they did. It was it was a partial attempt to do this actual book. So, and, and they said right in the opening of this book that it's a better version of the previous one. The reason this book is so powerful is because it talks about the various spectrums that need to be balanced when you're leading and that how to adjust those balances based on a given situation and to understand that it's one attribute, and if you go far to the left in that attribute, or you go far to the right, it's a complete, it makes you a completely different leader. And there's multiple of these dimensions that you have to manage to be a good leader at any given time for any given person. So it's not prescribing a particular approach. It's showing you all the variables and how you can move them back, back and forth along the various scales for those variables. It is easily the best leadership book I've ever read. And the aphorism for the week, silence is worse. All truths that are kept silent become poisonous. Silence is worse. All truths that are kept silent become poisonous. Nietzsche. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. If you're not a member already, please consider signing up at danielmeisler.com slash subscribe. Members get the newsletter every week instead of twice a month as well as access to the UL Slack channel and our private RSS feed for member-only content. Either way, if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. We'll see you next time.